sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome to the program, Favor Hope Next Generation. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with the other show host, Real Wade. Hi. Hi. How are you? I feel like we have a Hi, how are you? How are you? <laughs> how are you, audience? So we're recording in a different room than we usually record in, and it's also the room that I work in during the week. And, and it smells really good. <laughs> yeah. Welcome yeah. to my life. Welcome to what I sniff on. <laughs> it smells like... Um, the weekly junior days. high locker room. Oh, yeah. P- probably worse. Ew. Yep. Ew. Anyway. There's a few boogers wiped on <laughs> the counter. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it looks cool, but it doesn't smell very good. Yeah. It's not really functional either. Yeah. <laughs> we like semi-fixed. We've, we're having technical difficulties because, of course, I'm in charge of the studio today. So, of course, there's some def- technical difficulties. And we can't get our big board to work, our soundboard. And we thought we had it fixed. And then it just stopped being fixed it looks like it's fixed right now looks pretty good well uh yeah can't really hear myself all that well but that's fine because i usually talk too much and too loud anyways i think she needs to turn her headphones up my headphones are already up <laughs> <laughs> bing and we who do we have in the room with us we just have so you know because there's like uh, weird noises going on we have Lindsay in the room at a computer and we have austin poo at a computer <laughs> <laughs> say hi <laughs> I don't know if that was loud enough. We really do have a show for you today, and I think that you guys are going to like it. We've been trying to plan this for a long time because some of this grinds my gears. But Well, just a lot of with this topic, we started talking about it, and then what like our content from then to now has kind of shifted mm-hmm. completely. So when we first started talking about it, we had a view on it one direction, and then now we're talking about it again, and we kind of have even the opposite view of what we did during the beginning. Probably. Whether it be life events or, you know, knowledge that was shed upon us from other people or, yes, you know, just kind of a accumulation of uh, lots of things happening. So we're going to talk about deal breakers today. Hey, mom, what's a deal breaker? What's a deal breaker? <laughs> well, let me tell you, deal breakers can happen in relationships with your significant other. They can happen in your friendships and with your family members. Oh, typical, and employers. And employers. Mm. Anyone that you have any type of relationship with. Your cat. Deal breakers. <laughs> Hell yeah, your cat. <laughs> Listen, bet you scratched the carpet too many times. You're going to go live with Jesus. <laughs> so for instance, in like relationships, cheating, lying how about some domestic violence <laughs> addiction mm. how about how about some <laughs> see so you know when i talk about like the top five and yeah. i don't even i didn't even list five i listed four mm-hmm. there's so some deal they? breaker so for for me a real deal breaker would be the domestic violence right they would be cheating or not cheating sorry i was like I said that wrong addiction <laughs> i read the wrong thing sorry 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 no we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about because when i was younger Cheating was a deal breaker for me, but the older I've gotten, the less of a deal breaker that is. So little you, if someone asked you, if someone cheat on you, would you immediately break up with them and never talk to them again? You Hell would say yes. yes. 
Right. Absolutely. Little me would have been like all self-righteous. I would have been completely like, you know, I'm twisting my head as I'm saying this. Like, <laughs> She's like Z-snapping. Yeah, I would be like, oh, <laughs> hell no. You did not cheat on me. Yeah, yeah. I would just be absolutely as a deal breaker. But even watching you just like fake say that, mm-hmm. it's like, it's fake. It like you fake. don't actually know why you're being like, oh, hell no. You know, like it kind of seems like misplaced. I don't know if it's society tells us that that's a deal breaker. Right. But it's, cheating's been around since the dawn of time. Right. So. Because isn't, isn't there some scientific evidence, yeah. obviously, that humans are not. Yeah. Um, I'll post it on the Facebook. I have a, actually, it's funny that real monogamous. mentions is this, that we are not monogamous. I have, because I, I was in a cognition class mm-hmm. um, years ago in college. We're talking like late 90s. Mm-hmm. And I kept this Time Magazine article because it's on exactly that yeah. and why we are not monogamous. Mm-hmm. So now... There are different points of view and belief systems because, you know, are you scientists? Are you religious? Because I think that that can change your point of view. But this particular article went from a science perspective. Mm-hmm. In our brains, we are programmed not to be monogamous. Right. But naturally. <laughs> naturally, but society <laughs> tells us that that's something that we should be doing. Right. And and it also says that if that that code of monogamy is broken, then it's the end all of everything right. and run away and this and that. Mm-hmm. And you, I, I didn't ever really say whether it was a deal breaker for me or not I kind of was always confused because Mm. because your point that you bring up is when people say oh hell no I'd break up with them in a heartbeat it's hypocritical because you're you're in that statement you're saying that you don't have the capability of cheating yourself (sighs) and you would never be in a situation to cheat where you would want forgiveness right and that's not that's not possible it's really arrogant you know I you know my mom very young age would tell me Tamara listen to me Anyone is possible of having an affair, mm-hmm. an adulterous affair. So be careful where you put yourself, mm-hmm. because if you're in the right. wrong place at the wrong time, you know. Let's let's just set the stage for a minute. So let's say it's either you're married or your significant other, and maybe there's alcohol involved. Maybe you're pissed at your significant right. other. Maybe your significant other, to your perception, is um, not paying enough attention to you, mm-hmm. and suddenly walks in someone else who finds you adoring and charming and Boy, that's really intoxicating, isn't mm-hmm. it? Especially in that moment in your Absolutely. head. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So for real, are we all not? Yeah. We are all vulnerable to that happening yeah. if you're not aware of it. You can't say it will never happen because you don't know what circumstances nope. you're going to be put in. Nope. But that, I'm tr- it's so, I'm trying to figure out how to articulate this. So hypocritical, yes. Mm-hmm. That to say, I'm going to never talk to you again because you're not... For me, this is this is my opinion. If I was in a relationship and it was important and it was like like we were committed in this relationship and I found out that somebody had cheated, I would want to know the reason why. Right. Because, I would want to know the yeah. circumstances. It's a symptom, actually. I mean, if you think about it in these contexts... The actual affair, whether it's emotional, physical, whatever constitutes the cheating mm-hmm. is a symptom of a different systemic problem. Right. And I, ugh, every time I like figure out the articulation, cause I can see it in my head, I like forget it. Cause I don't want to like talk over you. Well, okay. Jump okay. In. Okay. Um, the, the cheating, the, the, what, and we'll Activate. define cheating in a minute. Mm-hmm. So for me, having sex with somebody else is not the action that makes me so upset that I can never see or speak to you again. It's the fact that you possess 
personal qualities that would allow you to put yourself in a situation mm-hmm. where you would cheat on me. Mm-hmm. Like in a partner, I want somebody who is going to be smart enough to know their limits to not put themselves in a situation where they would cheat. And it's not the actual cheating. If you're going to cheat on me, I want to know the reason because if it's something that exhibits qualities that I'm not okay with, that's what I'm mad at. Not the Mm -hmm. fact that you did it because I know in myself that it is possible. Now, I know that and because I know that, I do specific things to make sure that it will never happen. Exactly. You know, you don't drink at a party. You don't go around people that you have history or chemistry with. Right. You don't go out with friends who will let you do those things. You know, Or encourage you. My God. How many times have you been out with someone that's like, yeah, I won't tell. Right. Or like, be cool. oh, we got to hook you up with these people. That's not cool right those people shouldn't be in your life for heaven's sake if i know in myself that i have to avoid certain things because i know that it is possible Mm -hmm. that's something that i think my partner should value in me and know that i would i would i'm trying everything i can to not put myself in that situation but i can't say it will never happen but and then you say that and then people get mad because you're like oh well you're saying that it's gonna happen no No, i'm not no it's only it's just admitting that if you find yourself in a bad situation, like an unkept relationship, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like right. when, when your relationship is unkept, that's when these things creep right. in. So if I'm recognizing that it is possible in myself, that's the only way that I would ever be all right with hearing the other person's side of the story. Because God forbid I end up in one of those situations mm-hmm. and something does happen. I kiss someone else or, you know, touch something, someone else, whatever. I'm going to want a chance to explain to that person what was happening because it wasn't out of malicious intent. It wasn't meant to hurt the other person. It was a slip up, right. you know, and everyone slips up. You can't expect if you yourself are not perfect, how can you get mad at somebody else for doing something that isn't perfect? Right. I, yeah, I, I agree. I can tell you. So I've been married, what, too many years to count? <laughs> Ten, 10 plus. plus. Yeah. 10 plus and been together probably 16 plus. I don't know. A long, long time. So I have never cheated on my husband, mm-hmm. not emotionally, not physically, nothing. So it is possible not to put yourself in those situations. Right. For so, a long period of time. So let me even one one up that. Christopher and I have had bumpy road mm-hmm. in these 16 years together. And you still didn't. I still didn't. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, it is possible. It's well, a choice that I made because right. I'm committed to my marriage. And there's factors that go into that. So mm-hmm. you guys both wanted to work it out. And that's yes. something that's really important within deal breakers because whether it be cheating or addiction or fights or whatever the deal breaker you're thinking in your head might be mm-hmm. to me it's not a deal breaker the only time it's a deal breaker is if the other person isn't invested in fixing it yes that's one one way that it's a deal breaker because think about it let, let's just talk about an instance where um christopher and i were having a hard time um what if one of us weren't leaning into the relationship? What if he was just like, yeah, done. I did that and whatever, you yeah. know, whatever. Or you did that and whatever. Right. So it takes two people addressing the issue head on and, and both being responsible for their um, actions and contribution to the situation. Right, because that's another misconception people have. And I don't know if it's ego or society or whatever, but when something happens in a relationship that causes stress, like a strain in the relationship mm-hmm. to where a breakup will be considered, you can't blame it entirely on the one person. Even if they were the one that cheated or lied or whatever, you, you have to reflect on yourself and be like, what did I do in the relationship to make them feel like they couldn't trust me with a lie or they couldn't 
uh-huh. know, trust me with the truth that they lied to me or that I wasn't giving them everything they needed so they had to have an affair yeah. emotionally or physically or whatever. You have yep. to, you have to think that you had some part in it. Yep. Not that it's your fault uh-huh. and not that you should blame yourself, but you have to recognize that maybe the reason that that happened was because something else you're yeah. not aware of. And that's in a typical relationship. I wanted, my only caveat with this is that um, there are, <laughs> hard to believe, it's hard for me to believe, but there are actual people out there that have bad intention. And oh, yeah. So those are that's the, the deal breaker. That's the deal breaker. And that's that's someone different than what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. If you have a malicious partner, someone with whom has some sort of abuse tendencies or has no regard for you and they're doing this behavior... It's possible that you're not doing anything wrong and that person is just completely out of line. So we need to get more in depth into the actual deal breaker side and we will discuss that when we come back. But for now, let's take a break. You're listening to Paper of Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my daughter, Pooh. Oh, these mic little puffy things do smell really they bad. S- yes. They smell like ferrets. Our butt. Can I take it off? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take it off. You're going to hear some weird sounds. That's because it smells like butthole. It really does, like animal rhino butthole. (laughs) (laughs) 
It even kind of looks like one. It's disgusting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even know what kind of <laughs> nasty virus is on that. Nasty. Ew. Okay. Anyway, we are talking about something that's not nasty. Well, I guess it could be nasty. Well, yeah. Deal breakers. In relationships. Yep. And we just got done kind of ranting a little bit on cheating. And in the last segment, Rio was talking about, you know, what, what contribution do you have to the situation when you're cheating like that? And as we were just going to break, I was saying there are some times when the other person who wasn't the cheating person um, isn't at fault. Well, that and if because sometimes, yes, you own part of that turmoil in your relationship. Each mm-hmm. person brings something to the table. But I do believe that there are instances where mm-hmm. cheating occurs, where the other person is being malicious. Yes. But to me. That is just a sign of they're not invested into the relationship. Yeah. And that's what my deal breaker is. Big time. If I'm the only one that feels one way and the other person doesn't feel the same way back, then they're going to do things that are going to hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's why girls, especially me, get so fired up when things happen initially because it makes me feel like the other person doesn't care and isn't invested into the relationship but that's why I require explanation because if I feel if I can sit next to you and look into your face and feel that you messed up and that you made a mistake and that you are invested into the relationship then it's 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 reconsiderable it is essential Mm -hmm. actually because I'm thinking of one instance just in the last two years in my marriage which I will not share the details ever because it's so personal and it was so bad Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to break up my marriage and it wasn't even on my list of deal breakers because yeah. you well, you couldn't even fathom I couldn't that even it was a fathom thing. that this was a thing yeah. and then it happened and I was like oh Jesus Christ um, this ship is going down and mm-hmm. it's going down fast yeah but to the credit of my husband and I we both wanted to repair it right did it happen overnight well and now can you say that he did not or whatever happened was not because of malicious intent I believe that now. Okay. But at the time, I did not. And right. I, I had to process like it. Like I just said, the initial shock Ooh. is, oh my God, you don't care a single ounce about me. How could you? How could you? Right. I mean, I walked around for months feeling yep. like that. I was like, it's the how could we've you? We've been together so long and you should know me better than you that. You wouldn't do that if how you truly you, loved me. How la, would la, you? La. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. But then when you start to peel back that emotion and you start looking like in my situation, I'm pretty sure most situations, like as I started to kind of deconstruct what happened and actually hear what he was saying. Right. I I was able to actually believe that he was not malicious. And that was a real turning point because had there been some kind of nefarious behavior going on, Wow, that that would have been that would have been that would have been the worst feeling of all time. It would have been incredulous, right? And that's why I get so upset in my own relationship when stuff mm-hmm. happens like that because I assume the worst immediately. Because it's like, how could you do something that you know will hurt my feelings? If you if you truly care about me and if you truly love me, but you have to. I think that's why I said you have to cool down and you have to come back to the situation. And find out for yourself if it's malicious or not. Right, and if it's not, then you need to figure out what, what happened. Right. Because I think they both can coexist. Mm-hmm. I, I think that bad behavior can happen without having malicious intention. Oh, yeah. Well, especially at my age, we're growing so much. We're freaking age. 20 years old, for Christ's sake. Freaking mid-40s. Yeah. It still happens. But And this is another point I wanted to make, is I can't get mad 
at my partner for not learning the same lessons as me at the same time. Hell no. So if he's doing something that I would never do, I would never do that to you, la la la. First of all, I shouldn't be saying that because that's hypocritical. You never know. Second of all, maybe you're not as far along in your your development of life as I am, or maybe you're not even, you're like on a different path. You're a boy and you're 20 and you like different things. Of course, you're going to have different problems. I think you can boil it down to men and women communicate differently. Well, yeah. I, I mean, like it just, it happens at any age. At every age, things that are important to Christopher aren't necessarily important to me, and he doesn't know. So, yeah. so I how I can't exactly? I how can't. am I supposed to get so upset if that's your lesson you're supposed to learn? If you lie to me about something and we work it out because I know you weren't malicious, I can get mad at you because that's your thing to figure out. You didn't mm-hmm. figure out how to feel comfortable telling me the truth yet. Right. You know right. that I can't force that on you, but at the same time, I can't get so mad that I leave you in the dust. Can you imagine? Like I think back to that instant instance a couple years ago what if i had just left that would suck because a you would think the worst you uh, would assume that it was the worst thing that you were thinking of yeah. and your life would be completely I, destroyed if i wouldn't have taken the time to figure out what was really going on it would have been the a end. different life yeah and not the one you wanted no because it wasn't and i can see it now that everything's kind of worked out and yeah. and going towards way better it's what you wanted and yeah. it's in the direction that you definitely want. It was so hard. You, you can guys feel be- the energy yeah. difference. Yeah. Because, oh yeah. Because going through that, it's really easy for your girlfriends and even my counselor mm-hmm. at the time to be like, God, Tamara, you're suffering so much. Would right. you please just walk away? Yep. We can't bear to see you in this pain. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I just could not. Right. I, I, both of us were, we're actively trying to repair. So mm-hmm. how could I walk away? Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot harder too. Cause like you said, the men and women communication styles mm-hmm. is maybe sometimes I know in my situation, it didn't seem at first like he was trying to fix it, you know, but he just doesn't communicate the same exactly. way I do. I had to learn that. Right. Too. And so I can't, I have, I, you really have to calm yourself down and like take time, pay attention. Just take the time. <clears throat> my God, it took me two years round trip, <laughs> yeah. two years round trip on this. And you know what? For me, it was worth the investment of time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of people are like really instant gratification yeah. minded. Instant and so, and again, I'm Princess in the P, you know, if you guys don't know that story, look it up. Mm-hmm. But any kind of discomfort, I feel it. And, right. and I feel it deeply. Right. So, and I don't like to be in that situation. So, kind of bringing this back around to like cheating and so forth. Um, let's just talk about the situation I was in. Mm-hmm. I was on the outs with my husband, mm-hmm. um, kind of not talking to one another, right. living a little bit of separate lives mm-hmm. under the same roof, trying mm-hmm. to work it out. What if, in my mind, I had thought the worst thing and was just going to throw caution to the wind and elect to also behave in bad behavior? Mm-hmm. Then what? Especially if you were assuming that he was doing the things that Absolutely. He was, and then you're like, well, I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do Without communicating too. with him. Yeah. Yeah. And just to be clear, he did not have an affair. Right. I, just, I wanted to say that too. Just it's to be not ve- the worst that just you can think of. Be very clear. It was the worst. It was a worst you, I never knew right. existed. Right. So. But it wasn't everyone, I'm assuming, jumps to that conclusion. Oh, he cheated. He, he had an affair. La, la, la. He didn't. He hurt me in a way that. that I can't even describe. Well, that's why it was a shock to you. <laughs> it was It was a deal breaker you didn't know you had. And and it's funny too because it's not it wasn't even a deal breaker, obviously. No. It wasn't. Deal breaker means done. Yeah, it wasn't. But but bringing it back to like the cheating scenario. So here I am, brokenhearted, completely devastated. My my partner, my confidant has betrayed me in in a way that I never thought possible. And I'm wounded. 
what if I had put myself in a bad situation around the people not to be trusted, mm -hmm. around the attentions of men that wanted to take advantage of me? And you know something kind of weird? And people, I don't know, I'm getting a little wind chimey here. <laughs> During that period of time, I had more men on Facebook and in my personal life approach me and proposition me mm. than ever. Yeah. It wasn't that I wasn't wearing my wedding ring or that I was out presenting myself in a, just feel it. in a wanton <laughs> way. I just want to put that out there because I couldn't believe that I was like combating mm -hmm. people, men's, like go away. men's unwanted, unsolicited yeah. in, interest mm -hmm. in me. It was sort of gross, actually, but I... I I don't know what that is, but women... Well, it's you You say it all the time when you talk about survivors of sexual mm -hmm. assault as a mm -hmm. child. You, you, you embody this energy that's vulnerability mixed with attention-seeking. And not saying that you did that during this time, but maybe it was a little bit more illuminated I was to people. wounded, and right. I think you could Vulnerable. smell it right. on me. That's and I think in, in the, the men I'm thinking of are lecherous. Right, and yeah. And gross, so... Um, prey on prey the weak, on basically. The weak. So women, if you're listening and you're in a vulnerable situation, just make sure you armor yourself not to be around and don't listen to men who have bad intentions. It's so hard to not allow yourself to just go into that no, headspace right away. You have to focus on your relationship because, yeah, like we've been talking about, cheating can happen. So let's I want to talk about like what cheating looks like, mm -hmm. because I think people's definition of it is very vast and very mm -hmm. wide. And um, then I want to tell you a story about what my best friend, I love you, Stacy told me about cheating <laughs> so define cheating i think i'll well, see it's so many well layers. for you what would constitute cheating two things constitute cheating for me um and not that they're deal breakers anymore right and i'll tell you why mm -hmm. when we come back from break but i'll tell you what cheating is to me is you know, sexual intercourse mm -hmm. um emotionally attached to somebody else more so than me mm -hmm. um that's it. I mean, that, I, I agree that's it for me. Like, I agree I, with you. And well, because that can encompass a whole ton of things. It doesn't mean like yeah. one kind of sex or like kind of physical, in, physical intimacy. Intimacy. It's, it's intimacy, whether right. it's emotional or physical. Exactly. If you, if you are more invested in someone else physically or, or mentally than me then we don't need done. to be together because that's that's exactly my point of being like well they don't care enough about you if you're obviously seeking that attention from someone else that i'm not giving it to you with the intention of not caring about me then done that's when cheating is a deal breaker mm -hmm. is when you're done with me but you didn't let me know yet and a lot of people use cheating as a breakup well, they that's a they cheat. Thing. They cheat, and then they're they're like, "Oh, I cheated on you," and then they want the other person to break up with them. I know, so they don't have to break up. That's a shit sandwich. I know. Please don't participate in that. <laughs> Just break up. Just break up. Oh my God. Ha have the cojones and do it. Anyway, we are going ranty, ranty. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about cheating and get into some of these other deal breakers, which really are deal breakers. So, oh, I definitely want to talk about one. <laughs> anyway, you're listening to Paper Hope, Next Generation on the Voice American Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? 
Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my battery poo. Hi, you know what? I just decided that this is going to be our last segment talking about this topic because it's really deep and it's bringing me down. So so our last segment... Is it bringing you down? Not really. It's just like really deep and I just had like a really like long thought in this like two seconds that we took a break and I was like, wow, I need to talk about something happy before we end or I'm going to be like really depressed. All right, we can wrap it up in this segment because I know we went to the (coughs) F-A-I-R. What? The fair. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so we'll come back to that. <laughs> anyway, we were wrapping up cheating, and we were both agreeing on our definition of cheating, but I think, listeners, you guys probably have your own definition of cheating. We've been doing some research on well, the internet. And well, I asked Austin very at lunch, mm-hmm. what did he say? Anything. <laughs> He's like, everything. <laughs> Kissing someone accidentally. So I want to tell you this story about my good friend Stacy said to me during this horrible time in my life and in my marriage, um, we're sitting in the Starbucks drive-thru and, and I was talking about my deal breaker and, and I was like, yeah, it's like just as bad as cheating. <laughs> and she very calmly said, you know, Tam, cheating's not a deal breaker to me. <laughs> my mouth was like on the floor <laughs> was, and I looked at her because, you know, I just adore her anyway. Like she <laughs> can do no wrong in my eyes. And I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-mm. It's not a deal breaker to you? Explain mm-hmm. that to me. This is like something I've never. Um, <laughs> Shut what? Hmm. It's like something I've never um, considered that it wouldn't be a deal breaker. And this is when my very wise friend said to me that it is a symptom of something else right. that is wrong. And yes. so I I would have to take responsibility for my participation in the breakdown of our relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's like what Rio has been talking about. If If you have something to participate in, then there's probably something to repair. Right. And that, that, that's why I'm saying the act of cheating itself is not the deal breaker. It's the reason that would the drive intention. someone to put them in that situation. The that's the deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Well, intention's a little bit different because if you're cheating and you know there's a problem and you're going to go out and cheat because you don't want to be in the relationship anymore, that's malicious intent. That's malicious. But if you, if you end up in a situation and, quote, accidentally cheat on someone, mm-hmm. then that's a symptom of something else. That's the problem. Yeah. The cheating is not the problem. You have to figure out what the problem is. Yeah. Is it coming from you? Is it coming from the other person? Yeah. Is it coming from something that's unresolved? Did something happen and you never figured it out? You know what? People are so complicated. It could be anything. It could be anything. Like, I just look at my relationship now 
and you know, he could be having a horrible time at work and not articulating it to me. He's right. just coming home and manifesting it in angry behavior. And then you get mad back. I get, and then I, he feels like have. he has no support from yeah, you. Yeah, it exactly happened. Yeah. It happens all the know, time. A long time ago, yeah. early on in our relationship, I was just such a nag because I couldn't understand. Again, men and women communication difference. Totally. I didn't, I didn't understand. And he couldn't explain it to me. So... And I was being kind of selfish because I wasn't trying to right. extract it out of him. I was just like, well, you should know. Right. That is like the f- most foolish thing. For me, the my biggest deal breaker that I thought I always had was lying because <gasps> I'm like, um, why would you... I'm the most chill person. Like, I will let you do whatever you want. And me and Austin are like, no, you're no, not. No, exactly. No, this is what I'm saying. Am I right? <laughs> he's, he's smiling and shaking his head. We're yes, like, shut up. We're I'm like, trying to tell you my okay, revelation okay, here. Tell me, tell me. Okay, so this is this is what I walked around thinking. I was like, okay, I'm the most chill person. I'm going to let you do whatever you want. You should never lie to me because I will never freak out on you, right? And so lying happened in my relationship towards me. And what what do you think I did? Well, I would think that you freaked the freak out. <laughs> I freaked out, right? <laughs> so I freaked out. The initial lie, I freaked out, which I shouldn't have because it was about cigarettes. And I already know the battle with cigarettes is one that can't be won. In, Not in a, by in you. A, right. Not by I you. I can't affect it in any way. There isn't anything that you can right. say or do that's going to change that. Right. So... Hey, that was my first freak out. That pretty much ruined the rest of it from then on. So anytime he did something that he knew that I wouldn't approve of, because he knows that I don't like some of his friends that he hangs out with or like some of the parties he wants to go to because I know there's going to be drugs. And like I worry about him getting in trouble. Mm -hmm. Not that I like think he's going to put himself in like such a bad situation, but of course you Mm -hmm. worry. And so he knows that I wouldn't approve of that. And so he would just not tell me. He'd be like, I'm going to do what I want. The and, lie of omission. Right. And then I'll be like, well, what did you, did you really do that? And he'd be like, no, because the fear of my reaction was worth worse than the fear of me finding out. And so I was like, Jesus Christ, this last time that a lie happened and I like freaked out and then we like worked it out. But I was like, you know, I really think he's still lying. But then I was like, okay, I'm going to try a new thing <laughs> where, where I don't freak out. And I'm just going to maybe see it from his point of view i know that sounds crazy what a revelation (laughs) i know so i'm like (laughs) okay maybe i'm gonna calm down and not react the way that i have been reacting and see how much different our communication is with each with each other it's awesome so it happened and like i i i'll go into that story one day because it's a really funny story and like more happened we went to a party and this and that whatever it's really funny but i got a tip essentially that he did do the things that he said he didn't do. And so I was like, Jesus Christ. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what happened. Yeah, and so I was like, okay. Because you know, I had already worked it out in my head. I'm like, what's really going to happen if we argue about it again? He's going to lie to me again because I'm reacting the way that he doesn't want me to. This and that. So I'm like, all right, snap out of it. Calm down. Are you really mad that he lied to you? And I'm like, not really. I mean, it could happen to me. You put your ego in the drawer. Yeah. And you you looked at him as a loving partner and you're like, what the hell is my contribution? Exactly. I was like, okay, obviously he doesn't feel comfortable enough to tell me the truth. Why is that? It's exactly what's happening right now as I'm reacting inappropriately to Mm -hmm. something that's not that big of a deal. I'm making it like it's the worst thing because in my brain, I already was like, it's the biggest deal breaker on the planet. And it happened and it's kind of not because right. I can find myself in the same situation. I know I could at some point in time. Oh, yeah? So same thing with cheating. So why would I get this mad? Mm-hmm. And so I was calm about it. 
And it was funny because he came back at me like he was trying to like argue with me. And I was like, do I seem mad? <laughs> I was like, it's not a trick. I bet he was like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit, do you have a knife under the bed? Holy no. shit, are you going to kill me no, now? No, no, no. It was really Scary. funny because I, I was genuinely calm and genuinely was all right with it. I even started to feel bad because I was putting yeah. him in a situation where he needed to lie yeah. to protect his own emotions, yeah. you know? So I took that out and I was like, mm. oh my God, okay, please. I was just like, I'm not mad. I know that you lied to me. I'm not mad. Like, I mean it. It took a while for him to believe me because, oh, of bet. course, that's like a scary thing when your girlfriend comes at you all like calm. Seriously, I'd be like, where's your knife? <laughs> but no. And I thought I was going to be mad when he finally admitted it to me, but I wasn't. I'm I was so like, glad. I'm so sorry that I've reacted since the beginning so harshly that you've had to not tell me the truth. That sucks. You know? For both of you. I know. So that's just the the most recent story of how you need to realize that you have a contribution in yeah. what's happening. Majority of time you do. Now, I know that we don't want to get too much more out of the segment without talking about these and that's there are a couple deal breakers that mm-hmm. really are and that aren't in your control. You know what the funny thing is, the irony is a lot of women can't get out of these situations and not because they don't want to I want to be very clear about that as we go into these because I think women do but there's a misconception about how you do it so for instance domestic violence Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think oh well you should just pack your bags and leave yeah it's It's not not that that easy easy. Mm -hmm. it really isn't so people that are listening that have no experience with this don't look at a woman who's being abused, whether it be physically or verbally, and think that, oh, she can just leave. Mm-hmm. There's fear there that's right. beyond he anything. He will kill me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my children. Yeah. And anyone else that's in the room near me. Yeah. And that's that's legit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's real. Well, it happens. Look it up. Like, <sighs> there's like a whole archive, I'm sure, of news stories. One day we'll tell you the story of our family <laughs> and domestic violence. Oh. oh yeah. Cliffhanger. So <laughs> don't think that we don't know what's up with that. Not towards me. And not towards me. But towards our family. Right. Mm. <laughs> that so, almost sounded like a rehearsed little no, segment, it but wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> but I tell you, we know it as the day is long. So like domestic violence is legitimate. And that is something that women, men, if you're in a situation where you are being abused physically or verbally, please reach out to some of these anonymous sites. Um, domestic, I forget what it is, the National Domestic Violence Hotline. They're mm-hmm. 24-7, 800 numbers on the internet. They're non-trackable. You know, get some help and some advice because I can't even advise you on how to get out of those situations yeah. because they're so gnarly. Yeah. Just know that you're not alone and that there are other people that have escaped those situations mm-hmm. and have survived. So definitely violence is a deal breaker. The other one on my list anyway is addiction. And and let me tell you a little story before you go, oh my God, Tamara, what do you mean addiction's a deal breaker? <laughs> well, I come from alcoholic family mm-hmm. and I was abused as a child because of it. Secondarily, I almost married into it, which is, you know, part of the pattern. (laughs) (laughs) Part of the pattern. But because you guys know I've been in therapy since I was 16 years old, fortunately, my therapist was able to identify this as a problem and Mm -hmm. help coach me out of it. I was engaged to a man who was definitely an addict of all different kinds, and I didn't know it. Mm. Um, It wasn't until he came home, and I'm not even going to tell you guys what happened on the radio, but essentially, I had to go to his parents and be like, hey, um, the shit has hit the fan. (laughs) It's hit the fan, and I need your help with this. Rio's laughing because she knows the story. Those of you that know me know the story. That's horrid. I know. (laughs) I am horrid. I might burn in hell for that one, but... Well, anyway, when I went to his family and I was like, hey, listen, he's really got a problem. It's definitely hit DEFCON 5. We need to, <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> we need to do this. So 
is going to make me lose my focus. <laughs> anyway, his parents said to me, um, absolutely, we will help you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And But then when he got involved and we had like a little intervention, he started lying through his teeth mm-hmm. and told his parents that I was having an affair. That is why I Ooh. thought that my deal breaker was lying. Because as soon as someone lies to me, that's where my head goes. Yeah. What are you covering up that you're lying to me about? Can you imagine? Yeah. Rio, mm-hmm. I really legitimately got up from my seat. <laughs> And backed up out I of the I would have done a backflip. I would have like freaked out, ripped no, my face I off. I went to that calm place. I went to that. The creepy calm. I went to the creepy calm. I was like, you know what? He's your problem now. And I'm out of this. Yeah. So for me, addiction is a deal breaker. And not to say that I wouldn't lean into it to try and right. remedy it. Right. But after that experience, it became part of my disclaimer. So I don't know if mine would be. Because obviously be. cigarettes was not. Obviously it's not a life-threatening thing. Um, if it was hard drugs, unless you didn't feel like going to rehab or like didn't want to get it fixed, then of course I'd be gone. I can't do that for you. But right, right, right. Well, and this person very clearly did not want to get help and was going to pin this horribleness yeah. on me. Right, and he wasn't he wasn't trying, so that's automatic. But if yeah. someone was trying and it just was too far gone, that would have been different. I would have stuck by him. Well, yeah, if I you're both have. gonna work it out. But. Totally. Anyway, we're ranting again, and that was a really funny segment. So <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment channel. America.tv from the other video content providers on the internet. Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Sorry, I've been laughing to myself. That was kind of naughty, that last segment. (laughs) Don't bring it up. Don't, nobody knows. (laughs) 
I'm still laughing hilariously. Mm. Well, I know we don't want to talk too much more about this subject because you want to end on a happy note. But right. are there any last thoughts on deal breakers? I um, I think there's just a lot of misconceptions when it comes towards deal breakers and kind of people letting their egos in their their like me with the whole lying thing, it's a lot more in depth than you Very give it credit complicated, for. Very complicated, yeah. And if you really truly are committed to that person and as in love as, you know, a committed relationship as you should be, then there's there's a little room for discussion, I feel like, in a lot of things that people would consider deal breakers, such as cheating, lying, this and that. So The other thing I think, too, and I talked about this briefly in one of our prior segments, and that's um, the disclaimer. Mm-hmm. You know, get to know yourself enough to know that when you enter into a relationship, at least to the best of your ability, you can say to your partner, hey, you know what? These things really get my goat. And I can't, I'm sorry I said that for you. They really, really um, appear to me to be deal breakers. So uh, what are your thoughts on those? And if they don't align with that person, then maybe that's a... Deal probably not a second date. <laughs> probably not. I, I call those filters because I think in the beginning of our planning, we we're talking about deal breakers versus filters. Mm-hmm. And I definitely used a disclaimer as a filter. Yeah. So like a filter for me would be like, hey, I'm a dance major. I'm going into the art field. And if someone comes from a family and has strong beliefs that that's not a good career and we're going to argue about it for the rest of our lives, sorry, no second date. Like right. It's a break. Yeah. that's We're not going to work out. I can yeah. already tell you that. And for me, and I, this is interesting because I talk to a lot of um, survivors of childhood sexual abuse and some of them don't even speak of it even to themselves. And so they, you know, folks get married and, and it end up, it ends up bubbling up during the course of their marriage and then they have to face it together. I feel fortunate enough that I was able to articulate it as I went into my marriage. Now, mm-hmm. to be fair, my husband didn't understand at all what that meant. <laughs> right. You're like, I and said he, it. You didn't get it, and, but I said it. And he still signed on the dotted line, but he didn't understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I still was able to disclose that. Mm hmm. Because that's part of the hitch in my get along. Well, imagine how many times people, A, there's so many things that could happen. They don't admit it to themselves. They don't think it ever happened, first of all. And then they have like triggers and stuff and they don't know why. And then it like fizzles a marriage to nothing. Totally. Or they know it happened, but they're trying to hide it and trying to pretend it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. And then it still happens. Or like you, and you do know that you have these things that you need help with and they still don't understand. (laughs) Either way, it's going to suck. But it's kind of. I think it it gives you a head start coming into the relationship Mm -hmm. being like, all right, these are the things that I've noticed that I can't handle. And if you're not okay with being careful with that, then sorry. We can't hang out. I can't hang out. Mm -hmm. It's a break for me. That sandwich made me gassy. (laughs) We've noticed. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What else do I have? Okay, so we've, I think we've talked about everything on my list. Um, Listeners, I really want to know from you guys, what are your deal breakers? Because they're really very personal and they're Mm -hmm. super interesting to me because, you know, if if my friend Stacy and I hadn't been talking about our deal breakers, I would have never been enlightened to what hers was and and weren't. And and I don't know. So if you have any, I'd love to hear from you on the uh, Facebook page, um, Facebook backslash Paper Hope. Paper Hope. Paper Hope. Yeah, Nar. Yeah, Nar. Well, do you want to do, um, do you have any other final thoughts? No, I'm just going to mull it all over my head. going to talk about it with Austin because he seems a little frazzled by it all. <laughs> oh, I think so. I, you know, it's hard to take in, I think. Um, Chris and I talk about it all the time because, you know, mm-hmm. how are we going to weather these things? And right. truly, you won't know until you encompass right. one. Yeah. Um, 
the best you can hope for is that both parties want to participate in the relationship 100% and mm-hmm. are willing to, you know, have the hard conversations because that's really all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. You might not always agree on on things, but as long as you're keeping a line of open communication. Well, in a male female relationship, it might be just one person talking and the other person agreeing <laughs> until they finally figure out to say the five words you know that what? And articulate I'm, their point. I am perfectly okay with that. I didn't used to be as a young woman. It used to aggravate it's me hard. greatly. Yeah. It's super hard. But um, I get it now. We're not the same, and I'm okay with that. I don't expect my partner to be mm-hmm. the same as me. Part of the reason why I'm attracted to him is that he's not the same as me. Right. We talk it's, about that all the time. What if I dated someone exactly like me? Tried it. Didn't work out. You know? Like, <laughs> no, thank you. I would... if. Because I'm always like, oh, you know, he doesn't know much about dance and he doesn't get it. I should probably date someone that dances. But then I'm like, barf, no. If I dated anyone that danced also, all we would do is compete and fight and I would hate it. It would would be be awful. I can speak to that. Dating someone that is similar. Oh, you just did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You end up competing with one another. Well, I did with my first boyfriend that I had because we were both in the same classes. We were both like cheer football, like same kind of music we liked. And we were both really into the same thing so we were like well read on the same things and we would always argue about every single thing because we could not and we were too stubborn we were both so so stubborn stubborn. oh my god and we could not it was just it was a bad match and then i was like god why would i date someone like me that's horrid i don't know (laughs) i don't know i'm over that too yeah have i you i don't know i've told this on air before right the difference between stubborn and tenacious um i don't think so well, I'll, I'll share it again because <laughs> I think it's very appropriate in these situations where you're trying to work through things that you perceive as deal breakers. I had a, a really wise therapist once sent me down who knew I was extremely stubborn. And he said to me, Tamara, tell me the difference between stubborn and tenacious. And I said, stubborn is me. I, <laughs> I dig my heels in the dirt. I don't want to do it. Um, it's impeding to growth. It's pretty negative actually Mm -hmm. and he said well tell me tenacious and i said interestingly enough tenacious is more like chris Mm. he's very um strong and able to go the distance even when it's something he doesn't like Mm -hmm. like like a strong marathon cross country yeah exactly endurance can Mm -hmm. go the distance fortified yeah and um, he said, well, it's interesting to me that you describe stubborn as so negative because, you know, you're being stubborn in your relationship. Why can't you be tenacious? Mm-hmm. That was a turning point for me. I think tenacious to me is to reach a goal and stubborn is to maintain your point. So stubborn doesn't move. No, stubborn is very tenacious impeding. moves forward. Yeah. Tenacious is leaning in. Yeah. And that's to me, that's where that kind of articulation came from that leaning into mm-hmm. the relationship. Chris is very tenacious. He hangs on with both hands. Right. It's aggressive. Yeah. Which might be misconstrued as stubborn, but it's it's working it's not, positively towards it's moving forward. A goal. It's fortified. Stubborn is just like can't move me i'm right Ugh, i hate that that is a definite flaw of mine yeah, stubborn should not really exist i feel like in any situations because you're never a hundred percent not at fault for something like you always have a contribution yeah. even if you're flatlined you can still have a positive contribution as opposed right. to a, a neutral con yeah a little bit i wish i could remember the name of that lady um, Elizabeth Gilbert posted it on her Facebook page. She's the woman who's, who's the neurologist that suffered the stroke. Oh yeah. It's a Ted talk. Go find it. It's so good. Ted talks but, are pretty cool. Oh my God. I love Ted <laughs> And I love Elizabeth Gilbert at BT dubs. If you're listening, I love you girl. I keep yelling. <laughs> 
Um, but the quote was, be responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. Same thing with relationships. Mm-hmm. You are responsible for what you bring to the table. Well, just like you can't control the actions, but you can control the outcome kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. the only thing, the only way you can control anything is your reaction to the situation. So it's just kind right. of like everything is in your hands. Totally. 100%. Isn't that a free Even if someone else does something, it's yeah. still in your hands. It's very cliche. For but your it's own true. life. Yeah. It's true. All right, my daughter, Ipu, I know you want to talk about the fair. We went to the fair and I played with baby goats and I died a little inside because I love them so much. (laughs) (laughs) I died a little inside. They're up on the Instagram. Sorry, that was loud. (laughs) They are up on the Instagram for you too. This little baby goat at the fair at the petting zoo and crawled up in my lap and it started nibbling on my shirt. (laughs) It was so cute. (sighs) And I want one real bad. You're working on that. Yeah, but I didn't really like the llamas. They were, I love llamas, but these llamas were really aggressive. They were mean llamas. They were like, are you feeding me? No. Are you feeding me? No. Yeah. Are you feeding me? Little assholes. I didn't like them. I know. They were kind of <gasps> sketchy. But there was like a baby kangaroo wallaby It was thing. a wallaby. Yeah, it was so cute and soft. It was so and cute. And I was like, wow. Well, you know. They hop weird. <laughs> could you make your answer quick? Lindsay's right here. You want to tell us your favorite thing about the fair? Is she going to be shy all of a sudden? No. What's your favorite thing? The baby pigs. Oh yeah, <gasps> they were so cute. They look like little thumbs. You couldn't you couldn't touch them at this fair. But I know boy, they, they were, were too cute. far away. Yeah, and there weren't any ponies or anything. Oh, that's a good pig noise. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good one. I practiced. So, <laughs> I guess what all our listeners are wanting to know, those of you that have been with us since Street Team, um, are you going back to the fair, Rio? All of us want to know. Yeah. Yeah, and what are you going to do when you go? Go to petting zoo. <laughs> and tell us, what did you eat when you were there last what time? What did we eat? We ate donuts. We ate those yummy donuts. So deep fried donuts and some flare cakes. <laughs> <laughs> you had ice cream too. Uh-huh, but it wasn't as good as before. They mm. changed it. Yuck. So hopefully I'll find, I'll hunt down the one cart that's real good. What's on your list to eat? Um, corn. Corn! <gasps> yes. <laughs> I want corn. I know that's not on Austin's list. He BT hates does. corn. See, opposites. <laughs> yeah. If he liked corn, then we'd fight over the corn. <laughs> I don't want to fight for corn. <laughs> Christopher and I both love de- desserts. And let me tell you oh something. Oh, my God. It's bad, right? I will stab him in the f- in the, in the, in the um, hand with a fork. <laughs> in the face. <laughs> well, no. I was trying to. I got fork and I know. hand mixed up. I was having a little moment. But um, seriously, he'll eat it in like three bites. Yeah. And I'm like, um, maitre d', we need two it's desserts. It's a vacuum. Well, I just got real lightheaded. There's something wrong with the energy in here now. I'm like... Maybe. Mm-hmm. I ate a sandwich and you thought, you think I'd be good. I even drank coffee and then I just kind of like zoned out for a minute. Maybe, I didn't think that topic was that deep. I think it was. You know, let's just say this. I think it's hard for people that haven't assimilated it. Yet. Well, you know why it's deep for me is because I'm reaching these realizations right now personally. Yep. So it's really difficult because there's a lot of letting go of a lot of tension I've held within myself yep of this is the way i am i'm not changing it i feel this one way and there's a lot of shifting going on mentally for me so i Mm -hmm. think it's just really exhausting to be a in the situation in real life and then to b sit here and analyze it and Mm -hmm. be able to articulate it i feel like i'm gonna go like pass out i feel like this is just so much emotional mental work for me that it's like holy moly i can't even breathe and and let me tell you the resolution to my situation happened a year ago mm-hmm. and I'm only now able to talk about it. Oh my God. So yeah, it is pretty heavy stuff. I think people that don't <sighs> recognize it as such, it's hard. Yeah. 
Well, we have definitely ran out of time. <laughs> Thank I, God. I hope <laughs> that you guys enjoyed the topic. I definitely want to hear from you guys. I know Rio does too. So hit us up, girl. Hit <laughs> us up. Hit me up. What? Where they hit us up at? <laughs> oh, yeah. Info at paperhope.com. The blog, paperhope.com. We're on Insta, Twitter. Yeah, girl. Hit us up. Google us. We love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Paper Hope next generation on the voice america empowerment channel we'll see you next week hey thanks for listening to paper hope next generation be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week and we hope to see you again next saturday at 4 p.m eastern time 1 p.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel bye for now 